Um, hello everybody. I know that it's been a while since I recorded an episode. And I did say that I was gonna do spooky themes. But something happened. And it's about relationships. And I did say that I was gonna invite somebody to the podcast. But like, you know, things are a bit busy. Why? Uh, so I didn't bother anymore. So this is what happened. Uh, in the last episode about my abusive relationship um, with my ex-girlfriend who was a little loony, uh, I ended my episode by saying that I was in a happy relationship with somebody. Well, we just broke up this August. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. Uh, I don't know how to... Um, start um so if you guys are wondering um how we met let me tell you the story so back in 2021 around like the end of july i went on an app and um it wasn't a dating app it was actually a friend app i I was just looking for people to talk to because you know i'm lonely I was like, what, 18? Like, I think turning 18. And I was lonely. I didn't have anyone much to talk to. And it was the uh, starting of lockdown. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, not starting of lockdown. Probably like um, a few months in lockdown. Um, I was in a very bad place that time. I didn't really have anyone... My social battery was just down. Um, So I got into like a bunch of flings. Um, All didn't work out. I stopped myself in getting into relationships for a very long time because of my trauma with the past. (laughs) Of course, like everything about like he, being in an abusive relationship about about being cheated on three times by three different people and being beaten up by being mentally drained emotionally drained emotionally used was used as like a um, a, a sex toy <clears throat> yeah of course I'd stop myself from getting into relationships for a long time <laughs> It was a very long um, process of self-healing. I stopped believing in love because of that. I thought that I wasn't worthy of getting into relationships because I knew to myself that nobody's going to love me genuinely, you know? So I would get into flings. I had like a bunch of flings. Uh, I got into like something that was almost serious, but then I kind of backed out. I backed out. I regretted it uh, and said, "You know what? Never mind. I actually don't want this. I'm not ready." Yada yada yada. And so yes, back to the end of July. I mean January, uh, twenty twenty one. I was um. Um, I was on the app and I, I, I saw this one person 
who had the funniest profile picture. And she, she didn't even have her face on there. Like, it was just like a funny meme from the movie Run where Sarah Paulson was there. <laughs> it was the girl in the wheelchair. And it was like her face shocked when she found out that um, her medicine was actually for dog medicine. But that was the picture um, that she had as a profile pic- uh, as, as, as her profile set, as her profile. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. So I like, I, I, I matched her and I was like surprised she even like swiped back. <laughs> so I was like, okay, um, I think this is gonna be, you know, this is gonna be like a fun friendship. So we started talking. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And she was like, hey, nice to meet you too. We should uh, move to Snapchat because like I'm driving at the moment. I won't be able to reply. I was like, yeah, sounds good, sounds good. And I realized that me and her had a few things in common. We weren't completely like the same, but we were polar opposites. That's why we broke up. Um, <laughs> we were polar opposites, and but we did have our similarity, the similarities, and got along with certain things. Uh, we, in my opinion, she said that our our personalities just really don't match well for me it sucks that it's coming from my only perspective like I'm the only one who believes that we did compliment each other like our our whole relationship I don't know I feel like she regrets it <laughs> anyways um, if you guys are wondering how long we've been together it, uh, we were together for like a year and a half and that's the longest I've been in a relationship so, um, like I was saying, we moved to Snapchat, we, she started opening, and not really not opening up, probably like shared a few things here and there. She said that she isn't really the type of person to like, talk about her feelings too well. And I was like, yeah, it's completely understandable. And I was the opposite. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm such a blabbermouth, like I... I'd speak about almost anything. That's always been a main issue with me. I speak a lot. I I think it's because when I was younger, I was constantly shut, you know, shut down. Like I people always rejected me. People never listened to me and my parents never listened to me. Even my classmates never listened to me. Like every time I tried to have a say, they would make me feel like I I'm supposed to not have a say. Like, I don't have an opinion. Like, you sit down and talk to yourself. <laughs> so, I just... That's why I became really vocal. <clears throat> but with her, it was the other way around. She she was very, like... She was shut down. And, like, every time she opened up, people would leave her. And, yeah. Like, no, th- that's one of the main... Um, <laughs> opposites about us that's why we never got along too well when we got deeper in the relationship you know i i saw her as like my like a really good internet friend because we're ldr she lives in a different state (laughs) i live in the city she lives in like a different city that's more in the province side yes and um 
we um what's the word god i already forgot because it's been a month you know it's been a month since the breakup Maybe uh, she used to call me her uh, dude parang chong. <laughs> she used to call me her dude parang chong, which means dude. Like, dude, literally just dude in different wordings. <laughs> That's for the foreign viewers. Uh, dude parang chong. <clears throat> And because of her height, I used to call her. or like gnome because she's like short and she used to call me Bigfoot because I was tall and had big feet <laughs> and uh, that became like our thing we weren't we didn't have feelings for each other that time we were just really close friends and it lasted for a few months I didn't I didn't expect for us to last that long you know like friendship wise It, it's also surprising with me because usually like when it gets to friendships uh, online friendships it doesn't last that long I only have like a good specific of friends who are online that I've been talking to up until now for four years <laughs> yeah so with with her it was like completely like um, different so I was like oh th- th- this one seems like the type I could be able to talk to for like, a long time like a long term friendship and so um We were like, uh, I think, two months in, three months in the friendship. Uh, we 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 started platonically, platonically flirting. Oh wait, no, it was a month in the friendship, and we started platonically flirting throughout, uh, throughout um February. And let me just say, even. <laughs> We made our anniversary into a uh, Valentine's Day because she had like an inside joke where she tweeted, "I wish someone would ask me out for Valentine's Day." Yada yada yada, and and I was like, uh, I I didn't know what to do. I was I was kind of shy because I didn't know how to flirt. Like, I I didn't know how to properly flirt, and she was like my dude parang chong, so I didn't really know how. So. I just remember I would respond to her tweets in the most like stupidest way, <laughs> in the most stupidest way. Um, and then one day we were just like, "Do you want to be each other's date for Valentine's Day because we don't have any anyone to date?" And she was like, uh, "We were like, yeah, 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 sure, sure." We agreed on it, onto it. And so what we did was we <laughs> we uh, stayed up. Sorry for the background noise. Uh, we stayed up all night. To start a call at like, um, I think like 11 or 12 a.m. 11 p.m. or 12 a.m. Um, we talked until like 5 a.m. and I had to attend a birthday party too. So we were like playing PUBG. We were watching anime together, and that was like our, you know, cause again LDR. So I was like, okay, that's fun. Like, I had fun today. And so, friendship, friendship, blah blah blah, increasing. Then we realized that we were slowly crushing on to each other, but we weren't really admitting it. 
uh, I I think she was the first no wait she was the first to realize that she had a crush on me <laughs> I was just like I was chill throughout like I was just platonically flirting with her and then like I low-key fell like I low-key like started catching feelings I was like simping bro like oh god when I I know that it's like a bittersweet feeling because we broke up in the most tragic way ever but like <laughs> whenever I think about our story it's the most like it, you know when you I still get butterflies whenever I think about it and it sucks it, it really does um After um after a few months or uh, probably around uh March I think that's where we confessed and I was like I I, I like uh oh, oh no 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 she got uh well actually something very sexual happened between us <laughs> something very sexual happened between us and I thought it would just you know stick to just being friends they're friends with benefits but no it was sexual and something very intimate like something very close um so she was at the salon getting her nails fixed and <laughs> she was just like why aren't we dating because we I, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about but like it did come to the point where she jokingly asked like why aren't we dating and then she was like, oh yeah, because like I have commitment issues, blah, blah, blah. Because of her exes, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, honestly, like, why aren't we dating? Like, honestly, I'm just waiting for you. <laughs> I'm such a, oh, I'm such a smooth talker, man. And then she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give it a try? <laughs> and she was like, Oh, I, I, what? And she got really flustered. Cutest thing I've, cutest person I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh. She's a jerk now, but like, mm, she was such a sweetheart. And, um, we didn't make it official. Because she was still, she still had feelings for her ex, but like they were slowly disappearing throughout the time. And so April, April came and she ghosted me. <laughs> she ghosted me because things were getting too serious. She goes, yeah, she ghosted me because she it got too serious. I made her a playlist. Uh, I started like. I started acting like a, a partner even though we we weren't we didn't label it yet <laughs> I mean that's just how I am like you, you don't have to put a label on it just for me to like care about you you know so she ghosted me 
then came back and was like you know what that was a dick move i regret it i want to give it a chance so we did give it a chance and our actual um our actual anniversary is april 8 but we just made it into like feb feb 14 because you know the fake the fake girlfriend thing <laughs> it's such a it's so cliche it's so corny it sounds like something straight out of wattpad but whatever <clears throat> you know my my thoughts about our relationship is very torn it's in between of loving it and it being my favorite but also one of the most draining she I, like again like when, when i started the the episode i said that she has str- like a struggle with like communication her come on man like her love language is acts of service and um gifts or you know buying items for your love loved ones communication um i think words of affirmation yeah the words of affirmation and physical touch blah 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 mine was my main was um words of affirmation she likes to receive but she doesn't want to give you know when it gets to like words she she can't express well even through chat she's like i'm more comfortable with chat she still can't express herself properly through chat because her mind her mind is like she can't process everything she's i'm not trying to say she's slow but she low-key is she's it's just her mind takes a while to process everything unlike me like i could instantly think and i'm like oh that's what i'm trying to say i know what i i know what i'm gonna say she doesn't like she takes a long time to think and every time oh oh my god she was suicidal that (laughs) she was suicidal i was suicidal too but i was able to control mine more she was like she had bad like (laughs) she had she had it really bad to the point that like she was planning to like kill herself and i was trying to you know i was trying to like convince her not not to because i saw potential in her like i saw something good i saw something that was gonna be like so much greater than just like this and i saw something in her that i wanted to spend longer with her in a relationship so I, I kept trying to convince her no like try to think about it blah 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 and it was so emotionally draining because i had no clue what was going on in her head she would never talk to me every time we had a fight she won't she won't even like open her mouth like she she won't even type she'd give the most driest response she'd she'd say she doesn't know she she gives me the silent t- treatment until we both fall asleep I'd, I'd be like hey i'll give you some time to talk on the phone okay so five minutes nothing 10 minutes nothing an hour nothing until it's like the next day you fall asleep on a call that's it nothing and wake up nothing and she she made me go through that for like weeks months longer <laughs> and it was so emotionally draining that i cried 
throughout our whole relationship. I cried. But I always healed my body. And she was the only person who made me feel confident. I don't let anyone touch me. But like from all of my partners, I never ever gave them permission to touch me. And none of them were able to touch me. But with her, it was so different. I really thought, I really thought we were endgame, you know? I, I let her touch my body. I, she was the only person who saw my body, who was able to touch it, kiss it. It's, it's, it's fucked up, man. It really is fucked up. And I just don't suddenly give that because I hate myself, man. Like, I don't even like looking at myself. And you think that I'm gonna like let someone just just suddenly hold me? Sorry, there's cars outside. But I felt something with her. Everything that I never felt from anyone, I felt it all with her. She was different to me yeah she was mentally ill but I loved her despite all of that yeah she was flawed but I still stayed I still loved her as a whole there were so many reasons there were so many red flags that I I should have like stayed away from her but I didn't because I really really believed in us I believed in her I wanted us to last longer than just a year and a half I wanted it to be the last, legit, last relationship. And um, I guess she just didn't believe in that. There were times that I lost hope. There's, there's, this, there's a part in The House of Us, the movie from like Katniel, uh, where um, George was like, I, when I told you I was tired, you know that I didn't... When I told you to leave and that I was tired, it didn't actually mean that you should leave and give up on us. There were so many times that I wanted to give up on you, but I never gave up on you. And... The guy was like, I'm sorry, but I really did love you. That's what he said. And then George was like, Is that what you call love? That I I literally just told you for the first time in my life that I told you that I was tired. Like it was my first time getting tired. It was my first time being vulnerable. I opened up to you. And then you just give up. I wanted you to fight for us. I wanted you to show me that you you would put the effort still. And that's how that's how it felt. That's how it felt. Like I'm George. That's that's <laughs> what it felt like in my side. Um, it's so noisy outside, no? <sighs> what else happened? Yeah, she made it. Well. I can't say that she completely made it difficult. I mean, there are times that I made it difficult too because I'm very moody. But 
if you're going to wonder who's more uh, communicative and like understanding in the relationship let's say we're equal but I'm more um, um, it's if you're if you're trying to view it through your pers- like in your using your eyes you can clearly see like visibly see that I'm the one doing it but she's also doing her part but low key and it's hard to identify sometimes <clears throat> she was very understanding very patient with me i was always very hot headed i had i was flawed then uh, but every time she told me that she didn't like this and that when i do this and that i always listened to her and i would always respect her and would follow you know the boundaries that she set and well um i wasn't very strict on her i didn't really give her much rules Uh, she was able to do whatever she wanted yeah i got cheated on countless of times but like i i was never you know strict (laughs) she was free to do whatever she wants um so I remember like we almost broke up but then we made it work and then she would buy me gifts and it was my first time actually putting in the effort to being with someone like yeah I guess I begged from other people and yeah I did this and that but that was like the bare minimum like I would try to give her everything that I had which was more than the bare minimum to the point that I was willing to sacrifice myself for her like man I mean she did the same she come on she flew to Manila just to see me and celebrate our anniversary <laughs> I mean who that's that's a big risk not gonna lie that's where I knew that her feelings for me was genuine like she deadass flew alone to Manila just to see me for our anniversary for one day. See? <laughs> that's that's dedication right there. If my parents weren't so strict, like monitoring me, I would have went to uh to her place. Why? So yeah, we constantly fought because I didn't know what she wanted because she also doesn't know what she wants. Um it was always hot and cold. I would have to like um, try to find the right spots and try to be careful with what I say because I'm afraid that I might trigger something in her and then cause another fight. But during happy days, we were we were really good. There was actually like a typhoon around like uh, this December. Yeah, last Christmas. Was it last Christmas? Yeah, last Christmas, there was a typhoon, and it dis- it wiped out her signal, and the internet, their power, like everything, wiped out to her whole city, and they didn't have Wi-Fi for like three to four months, and I was so worried about her. I would always like look on Twitter if there was like any updates about this certain city, and then you know. She would try to find a place that would have Wi-Fi so she could at least update me. And that was like, oh, this is 
she would look for like a generator and she would also try to find a way to contact me to let me know that I'm she's that she's fine and I missed her so much and she we were both afraid like what if we broke up because of that like we never <laughs> you know like nah we made it through we made it through our relationship was very difficult but it was one of the best for real it was one of the best relationships I've ever had and I don't regret anything yeah I'm mad at her but like she's she still had a good impact like a big impact in my life I don't know about her though because our closure wasn't our closure wasn't good Okay. Anyways, we made it work. Um, got in. She got in college, but she, you know something. Yeah, something happened, and made her stop. Um, so she wanted to work, to earn money, to come and see me again, and earn money to treat me. And treat herself to buy her stuff that she wants and I continued my sugar baby business but I got really busy with like classes and then my clients started to like get less so it was all her working which I completely understood like we did struggle with um we did struggle with managing time I and a lot, the miscommunication got worse. Um, we actually predicted that like the possible breakup was either she'd fall out of love, cheat on me, or a lot of miscommunication. It's just like lacking time. So she started working in a cafe, and I supported her. I was, I was even like, I didn't even care that one of her middle school exes like worked there. I was like, okay, if you want to work there, then go work there. Go get that, um, go get that bread. <laughs> Earn money. Do whatever you want. So, we would miss each other for like days because her shift keeps changing. Like she'd, she'd work starting like 3 p.m. until like 12 a.m. I mean 12 a.m. Or when it's just like graveyard shift, she's gonna uh, she's gonna start working at like 3 a.m. Oh wait, no, no, no. Start working at like 10 p.m. and then leave at 6 a.m. So it was it was a struggle, really. <sighs> there were times that. I wanted to hang out with her, but her time management wasn't the best because she would always want to hang out with me after work. And I could see it on her face that she's like so tired, like she's not even in the mood. And I, I feel like if I get involved with her rest, it'll like cause her more stress. And I didn't want that because I didn't want her to lose feelings from me or feel suffocated because she has to do this and that, like an obligation. But like she took it differently. She she took it as a way like I'm the one who's always making up decisions. I'm always the one who's driving the relationship. And I mean, that is true. I'm sorry about the dog outside. That's not even my dog. That's my neighbor's dog. Um, Like... 
I was always the one that like peop- uh, the, the, uh, my partner listened to during the relationship like she's always following me around I get that I guess I could say I was the boss even though I was completely under her I was dead ass like under her but like she listened to me more <laughs> when I make a decision she listens to me but like most of the time when it gets to like the actual relationship I am very under her I am a very big simp I follow her around whenever and yeah she felt she did say that she felt like she was unheard like she wasn't you know like it was always me 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 I didn't even know that she felt that way she just told me when it got worse like did you see the problem like I I would always reassure her that it's like you know you can open up to me because I don't want things to get bad in the future and she let that build up until she got fed up with me and mad and just like said like yeah. I was like what I didn't even know you felt that way and I felt stupid like damn like why didn't I think oh my god so I apologized and we set our own boundaries and it was the longest fight we've had sometimes I think like maybe if I you know like maybe if I didn't um if I was more uh my personality wasn't as strong maybe like me and her would have still been whatever anyways um um, yeah i I was crying i was crying a lot and it kept it kept getting worse our fights would get worse every few weeks and um i there was a point where i got tired because usually in a relationship whenever she gets drained she would be like maybe i have to stay away from my phone for a while i feel like it's gonna be like two days three days i'm not gonna talk to you i'm very tired she always asks me that like she asked me that more than 10 times throughout our relationship and i only did that like two to three times and it got to the point where i needed to have one and so i said I want I want a break that's how we usually say it like baby I want a break and so I told her I want a break and I made it specifically clear to her that we were still committed with each other and that we still love each other we're still together okay so we stuck to that like I told her I I got you a package for your birthday and if it arrives on that's where you can talk to me so it lasted like a week or two and um i missed her a lot throughout that but i didn't know that was the uh i didn't know that that was the the reason why she was losing feelings for me was because i asked for a break because she thought it was a literal break and i told her that it wasn't and sometimes i blame myself like maybe if i didn't ask for a break maybe we'd we'd still be together you know i feel like it's my fault i feel like i'm the one who fucked up 
it's just a feeling though I know I know that I've been loyal to her yeah there were times that people from the past that I used to like came up to me tried to tempt me into doing this and I was like no I really love Jen and I really really want us you know so I rejected everyone because that's how partners should be like you don't you don't win a fucking medal for rejecting so it's it's your fucking obligation it's your choice if you want to like stick with them so i rejected everyone para so i could be with her i was like i love jen i don't care if it's my old crush of two years like going up to me and telling me hey wanna fuck like i don't care i still want to do it with my fucking girlfriend who lives all the way to in a different city all across the sea like across the ocean and man it's so fucked up because like i got her like a keychain of our song and our picture and then a letter of me saying that hey we should keep be strong i know that things aren't working too well but let's make it let's try to find a way i got her matching t-shirts with me it's really fucked up (sighs) so yeah things were getting better ever since that the break we didn't fight for a, a while but i did realized that she was starting to become more distant with me because of like uh, like her updates were weren't consistent anymore which lasted for like a month i'm not sure and um she told me there was a party at the cafe it was the anniversary and that they were gonna go out her co-workers and um I I said yeah go go ahead have fun because she she doesn't like drinking outside of her family or friends you know like close friends so she she drank a bit but not too much she was like sober because she had to drive but there was this um There was this one coworker. There was this one coworker that was like already there and was already interested in her. And I didn't. The fact that the coworkers actually tolerated the fact that they were flirt. <laughs> The other co-workers, I tolerated them. And both of them were in a relationship. Even the other girl was in a relationship. And the co-workers knew that was they tolerated it. Like, wala ba? They didn't even have respect, yo. Like, that shit's fucked up, man. So, um... She said that um, the girl's house was very far away. 
and that she wanted her to sober up at her place. So my ex took her home and told her to sober up and they were talking in bed. Tapos, like, the girl just like, the girl just like, <laughs> And the girl just like leaned in and um the girl leaned in and just kissed her <laughs> and um my girlfriend my ex I mean was sober enough she knew what was going on and she kissed she she kissed back and it took them a few seconds to realize what they did was wrong and pulled away like man <laughs> every time i think about it, it makes me feel sick it really does make me feel sick she knew everything that I went through she knew the pain that I went through and she's like the one thing I didn't want to happen was that and it happened she made it happen she didn't even want to make it work anymore that was like <laughs> that would hurt like a lot um, and you know in the end she chose her after I don't know, two to three months of working there, she she chose her co-worker, man. We saw each other, like, nah, but, but like, she chose her co-worker that she sees every day. Like, I felt my world just start to spiral. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how to react, man. Like, I, I was going nuts, man. She lied to me. Said that she was actually cheating on me with her ex-boyfriend, the middle school guy. But no. It was actually with the girl. Because she said it was better that way. What? No. I'm more accepting if it's a girl. But if you fucking release me with a guy, I'm, I'm done. But I felt I did find it very skeptical because she's not. She broke up with the guy for a reason. <laughs> and I think that's the guy, like one of the guys that made her realize that she's gay as shit. She just can't accept the fact that she's gay. I swear to God, man. I'm not trying to invalidate her bisexual tendencies, but like I want something similar. <laughs> she just can't accept the fact that like, she, she's only into women i swear to god man and um the night after the um the party i remember she was in a hurry usually we call before we go to sleep and stay on a call sleep and i realized she didn't even like bothered to ask me hey let's sleep on a call she just said i'm really tired i need to go to sleep and she went to sleep 
was, I, I actually waited for her. <laughs> Again, I stayed up late at night so she could go home and call me, man. See how simple of a, like, how much of a simp I am? When she, she was like straight up good night, like, I felt like, oh, I wish I just went to sleep early. Like, And then I had a dream. I had a dream the next day, the night, the night after, you know, that. And then I woke up August 11. I was on, I was on a call with her. I was like, baby, I had the most awful dream ever. And she was like, what happened? I was like, I saw you kissing someone in bed, like you guys were fucking or something. And then I caught you red-handed and I pushed you. And she was like, I would never do that, man. And I was like, okay, whatever. And we just laughed it off. And I was like, if I ever find out that you, when you go back to uni and then somebody's like flirting with you, I swear to God, I'm going to fly over there and like beat the shit out of them. And she was like, oh, are you really going to fly over here and beat the shit out of them? Like she was actually willing. Like she sounded excited over the fact like that, you know. And then later that night, I was setting up my thrift store shop on Instagram. MDLN, okay? Yes. And then we were on a call and we were about to go to sleep at like 2 a.m. And that night, that night really broke me. She just like said, Baby, I can't. I can't take it anymore and I was like why what's wrong and she was like it's the guilt it's gu- the guilt it's eating me up I can't do this I need to say it to you I was like what I cheated on you the party at the cafe the gr- I cheated on you and that's where it just like it felt like the world stopped it's like um it's like time stopped a bit and I was like no because usually we joke about that when like you're joking man like I thought it was a prank nah it wasn't it was l- real I started crying I called her names called her stupid called her like every and when I'm mad I see the most shittiest things Maybe if I wasn't mad, maybe she wouldn't have resented me so much. Maybe if I didn't say all of that, she wouldn't have resented me. She hates me now, but she just won't admit it, you know? Oh, man. (laughs) She hates me. Because I called her names, I called her like a total fuck up. Told her that her life was already like I already said like she already fucks up her life and herself in general and then she even managed to fuck this one up how the fuck does she why is she such a fuck up she she doesn't do anything right like that's that's what I told her and I was like from the start you never did anything right and then you fucking do this to me like 
I just like went overboard, man. But it's understandable because I was mad. Like, imagine getting cheated on. No matter how many words that I say that cross the line, it won't ever hurt as much as how you get cheated on. That it can't. It won't hurt as much as how she hurt me. And they're just um. She hung up. And that was it. And then I begged her to come back. Around like August 13. I begged her to come back. I wanted to give it another shot, but she didn't. She was drunk. I said no. I slowly started on removing me from her socials. And it made me think, like, why does she have the audacity to get mad at me? She was the one who cheated. Why is she the one that's going through a healing process, man? Like, I healed myself for four years. I built myself for four years. And didn't get in a relationship to keep myself safe. And then this happened to me. Man. Life is such a dick, no? So I just... She was drunk and she didn't act. She she was so disrespectful. Um, she did she never acts like that towards me. And that was the only time I've ever. She was not, that was the only time I've ever heard her speak to me like that. Like she completely hated me, man. Like, like she sounded so forced. Like she sounded so like she hated me. What did I do? I just loved her as a whole man. Like I I treated her like she was the queen. I showed her off. I made I, I made her feel loved. I made her feel important. I made the whole, I shouted to the whole world that I loved her. Everyone knew how much I loved her and how much how was I was willing to do everything for her. Everyone thought we were okay. Everyone thought we were endgame. Everyone was rooting for us. Even my family was rooting for us. And they just... Yeah. (laughs) She was everything I ever wanted. The only person who made me feel safe. The first time I cried in her arms because I never felt that safe in anyone with anyone before. We were laying in bed. She was caressing my cheek. And she looked in my eyes and said, You have the prettiest eyes. And kissed me on my forehead and planted soft kisses on my face. And I just, I just remember fearing up because her hands felt so comforting and they just stroked my cheek. It it was the best feeling ever. 
and I wanted to feel that again. <laughs> Up until now, I still do. I wanna go back in her arms. <laughs> but no. She's doing that with somebody else. Well, I have to act like I'm fine. I show that I'm fine. But my personality is so passive-aggressive. But I show that I hate her. But then I show that I, how much I miss her. I'm mad at the situation. I'm mad at the choice. I'm mad. But I don't hate her. I hate everything but her. I hate the decision she made. But her in general, I love her, man. It was such a fucked up thing to do. Because everyone was... It, it wasn't... You know, it was so unexpected. Even her own friends, when they found out, they were so disappointed in her. Because it was something that you'd never expect from her. Because she has zero history of getting cheated on. She has zero history of actually cheating. And she only did it with me. <laughs> she got in a toxic relationship before, but for four years. And she she cheated on me. Like, literally, someone who actually treated her right. Like, damn. She wasn't... I expected at least for her to send me, like, a... I'm, I'm really think Like, a goodbye message. Like, I'm really thankful that I had you in my life. You were good to me. Blah, blah, blah. But I never even received that. I never got that from her. She, I felt like I was so unappreciated. And, like... It was... Like, I... She never... Told me how much she appreciated me. Like, I felt like my efforts were always... But I understand because whatever she does, like you, uh, she'd give her all. But I didn't want to sound selfish to say that it wasn't enough because she couldn't even give me the bare minimum. She'd give me grand gestures, but the only thing I wanted from her was to talk to me. But she couldn't even give that to me. And every time she says she tries, I just keep getting in. You know, I just kept getting disappointed because she. She would try, but she doesn't move. <laughs> I was like, I don't want you. I don't want somebody better. I want you to be better. Why can't you be better? It's not just for me, but it's for yourself and the relationship too. Like it'll. But no, she doesn't want to. So. I went through like a whole a few weeks healing stage where I grieved up until now I'm still grieving but like it still hurts but like not as much back like the first time man I couldn't even eat like I, ha I didn't eat for like two weeks and a half yeah it didn't I had a fuck buddy and you know what was fucked up um while I was with her, she kind of looked like her, my ex. Had similar hair. But like while I was doing everything with her, it just did not feel the same. Like I, 
Her hands were on my cheek, didn't feel the same. Her legs were wrapped around me, didn't feel the same. Everything just did not feel the same. I did not feel safe. I did I didn't feel okay. I mean, yeah, had sex, had fun, but like the feeling was so different. Especially if it's someone that you don't even like feelings with, like it's not even with someone that you love. And I just remember when when she went home, I just like cried my eyes out because it wasn't her. thinking about him like she's probably having sex with that fucking her fucking co-worker her fucking whore like having the time of her life going i don't know they're probably going on dates every time work ends or maybe she's like on a motorcycle because my ex would ride a motorcycle to home like what if she like gives the fucking co-worker a ride home on a motorcycle and they give each other a kiss like Fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck. I couldn't sleep. Like, I couldn't sleep up until now. I still can't. It's like 1 a.m. I sleep at like 7 a.m. in the morning because if I sleep too early, I'm gonna be stuck with my own thoughts. And if I. If I sleep, well, when when I get my first sleepy side, you know, like I get sleepy a bit, I still can't go to sleep because I'll still have like a few minutes and I'll think about them. And when I think about them, I dream about them. I dream about them together and it happens so often. And I wish I could say that I'm over-exaggerating that I cry every day about them but no I actually do cry about them every day it makes me lack focus in classes and how I handle everything how I handle my life I feel like my life's getting fucked over again it's not just I'm not going through just a breakup but I'm going through so much more than that you know like there's other things that I'm problematic about that I didn't specifically mention in this episode but like before even you know me and her broke up or had conflict i was already going through something but i was like trying to stay strong she gave me like a reason to love living again damn like every time i think about them it makes me feel sick like i would get this cold feeling in my hands like i wanna i wanna destroy something i wanna like punch someone i it gives me bad panic attacks and I, re- I remember she used to like calm me down whenever I had like panic attacks I would have bad panic attacks and I'd have to deal with them alone again I don't usually talk to my friends you know but I tried to deal with my own problems alone and she was the only person that I was like completely vulnerable with yeah pe- my, my friends know that I'm sad but like they don't know like the deeper you know in depth of it she was my she was like my best friend she wasn't just a girlfriend she was my best friend she listened to me i listened to her whenever she had problems i'd listen to her whenever she didn't feel like talking i'd stay on the call with her keep her company in silence 
because that's if that's what makes her comfortable i'll do that but when it's my turn she was never there for me i mean she was there but she didn't know what to do i knew what to do but she didn't know what to do i mean yeah she doesn't open to me but like i would study her actions and what she likes and how to make her smile but like when it was my turn she didn't know what to do like usually she just says i'm sorry listens and that's like a good part keeps me company but i wanted something that involved speaking you know and she couldn't give that to me I wanted her to love me like how I loved her but she couldn't um, she couldn't um, she couldn't reach up to my standards she said that I was so high up there she felt like she was going behind like she was being left behind I mean I get it but like I was trying to help you up but you wouldn't grab my hand like, I, w- I was giving you a hand, but you wouldn't grab it from me, you know? I was willing to pull you up, but you wouldn't. You didn't want to. Because you kept thinking you were a burden. Like, you didn't want to be- you didn't want to be better. So she chose this, the quickest way out. Ignore the- ignore the problem. And she said that she was going to be honest with me when we had our closure on August 30. No. It wasn't, it wasn't, I, I don't even know if I could call that closure because, like, she couldn't even look at me. She couldn't even say how she truly felt. Like, she, she was holding herself back. She was like, I don't know if I miss you. She doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know everything. Like, she just says she doesn't know. I feel like she knows the answer. She just doesn't want to say it. I told her it's okay. And she was like, no, no, I promised myself that I'd be, like, brutally honest. Okay, yada, 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 whatever. But majority of the answers was like i don't know and 80 percent of the whole closure was me talking and it was like what like um like 20 percent was hers (laughs) and it was her saying like no said like one paragraph paragraph that's less than five sentences i don't even know if that's considered as closure would i do it again if I had a chance yeah I would I would meet her all over again maybe we could have been better maybe we would have chosen something better I believed we had something good and I believe that we were like flame uh, fl- twin flames or like I don't know soulmates but like she just couldn't she couldn't live she couldn't live up to my level but I saw her more you know I, I believed that she was more like I believed that she was doing enough it just got to the point where she literally opened my eyes and showed that she wasn't and that's where I realized she's not doing enough I thought that she was enough I thought ever, her all her efforts were enough but no. It, it was a huge slap in my face. Like, wake up, Maddie. She, she can't even give you the bare minimum. And 
that's all I wanted, the bare minimum. She couldn't even give that to me. <laughs> and when she sent me her final message, I realized... Okay, again, less than five sentences. Those words... Those less than five sentences was like the summary of our old, whole one year and a half relationship. And that's how I realized how little I meant to her. How I, how I didn't matter to her. Imagine I said so much before and after the breakup and after the closure. And she just wrote a, a paragraph that's less than five sentences to sum up a whole everything that we went through in the relationship. And that hurt. I'm bitter. I'm really bitter. Because she's having the time of her life with her fucking whore, man. I don't know what's happening with her. I have no updates about her. I don't have her socials anymore because, like, she removed me. She doesn't want to be my friend anymore. But hey, she made me keep her Netflix account. Thanks. Man. I'm still so sad, but I'm in the process of moving on. The dog is so noisy, but I'm in the process of moving on. If one day she'll be better, and she realizes that she could be better for me, or, or that she realizes that she loves me or something, and she takes a long, long time to reflect with her actions. Oh, the dog is so noisy. It takes a while to like reflect with her actions. Would I give her a chance again? It depends. She has to like court me <laughs> if that happens. I won't be easy next time. Pero, pero but if it, there's nothing left, like really, there's no chance anymore. Maybe in a different life. Maybe in a different life. Um, maybe in a different life we'd pick the right choices. And maybe in a different life we'd end up together. Wrong timing lang talaga.